fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, well, the uh, 2020 candidates for president in the Democrat Party uh, continue to stake out death as as their main issue, really. Yeah. You know, it's a death cult. Uh, we've said that many times. It's uh, I think it's true. Um, we... We were just listening to uh, Steve Bullock on the news and uh, on the uh, four minute buzz, uh, and you know the the governor of Montana. You won't believe what he had to say. We'll share that with you. Also, the governor of Georgia, though, <laughs> making some real sense. And uh, so we'll get into that. Also, Jeff Daniels, actor Jeff Daniels, has some words for Trump supporters. It's all about race. It's always about race. Uh, that and always. much much more uh, coming up in one minute. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Great to have you with us. Uh, some interesting thoughts on abortion from some of these Democrat candidates. Uh, people keep asking them, so where do you draw the line? And they all say the same thing. They won't. There is no line. Yeah, there is no line. There's no line. There's no line to them. This is just unbelievable. It's, it's amazing to watch. Um, one of the latest, maybe the latest into the race, Steve Bullock from Montana. He's he's the governor of Montana. Why he thinks he has any chance at all at winning, I'll never know. Uh, but here he is uh, talking about abortion. He's asked he's asked about restrictions. What limits would you put on abortion? Uh, none. These are decisions that should not uh, be made mm-hmm. by legislators. I mean, oh, we've, 1973, Roe versus Wade is still mm-hmm. the law of the land, and as opposed to attacking it, we should actually be promoting it. What? And we should be both codifying the opportunities under Roe versus Wade, and at a state level, I haven't allowed those any restrictions. Okay, so it's it's a decision that shouldn't be made by legislators why should it be made by supreme court justices are they are they superhuman somehow <laughs> yes are they, they superpowers are they godlike <laughs> well yeah to them yeah, well only because they like that decision yeah if it was a decision they didn't like they would hate them with everything in them that's a decision that shouldn't be made by legislators why what what happened to uh the, democracy being so important I thought it was. I keep telling you, it's not a democracy, but they keep telling us it is. And then when when it comes to democracy, they want it decided by nine people. That's not democracy. No, not even close. That's amazing. That's amazing. What a pathetic answer. Which shouldn't be left to legislators. Who should it be left to? Uh, amazing, amazing. Well, we're going to find out from uh, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> who he thinks the fine it should mayor be left of to. South Bend, the fine mayor of South yeah. Bend, and if anybody knows about abortion and the limits that should be placed on abortion, it's the mayor of South Bend, Thank Indiana. You. I think we all agree on that. Yes. Okay. Here he is. To let so there's us been know. a lot of focus this week about the states that have voted to restrict women's rights, but there's also been a movement in the other direction. New York State also this year passed a new law which significantly increases a woman's right to accept uh, to an abortion. It used to be the exception was at, at after, I think it's 24 weeks, to protect the life of a woman. Now the new law is to protect the health of a woman, which is a much more lenient standard. And I guess the question is, do you believe 
at any point in pregnancy, whether it's at six weeks or eight weeks or 24 mm-hmm. weeks or whatever, that there should be any limit 40, on 40 a woman's weeks. right to have an abortion. You know, I think the, the dialogue no. has got so caught up on where you draw the line yeah, mm-hmm. that we've gotten has. away from the fundamental question of who gets to draw the line. Oh, and mm-hmm. I trust, and women trust women to draw yeah. the line when it's their own. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Such a pandering BS answer. And I trust women to draw the line. Well, you can't trust them because that's cost us 60 million babies since 1973. Trusting women has cost 60 million children since 1973. I think that's a stupid thing to do uh, once we've seen the outcome of trusting women. I'm sorry, you can't, you can't, you can't allow, you can't allow the slaughter of babies anymore. You just get, we can't. And I think, I think we understand that now. I hope so. And we're fighting back and we're fighting back really hard. And we're getting a lot of pushback from, you know, the left, because obviously they don't think there should be any limit at any time. And that's up to 40 weeks. Well, listen, we'd let them have free reign for a number of years, right? I mean, it's Mm -hmm. gone for, for many years where we thought, Right, well, we just let them have this let argument. It'll be fine, it'll be okay. And it's not fine. It's not okay. Right, and now the pushback is happening, and they're like, whoa, wait, wait yeah. what are you They talking don't about? like it. They don't like to be challenged on this issue. They, they haven't been for a long time. Right. And they don't like it. Well, tough, tough. There's too many lives at stake. No kidding. That's a separate body. That's not, that's not the woman's body we're talking about. That's a separate body inside there. Uh, with a separate DNA strand. Yeah, but when? Separate organs. When, when? When is it a separate body? Like, like after birth, two or three years? <laughs> no, no. Two or three, like, like when you're three years much, old, four years old, something like that. Pretty much right away as it starts developing, it's it's separate. Yeah. So. No, but um, I'm saying like, when is it a human? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a separate it's, human. It's a human the whole time. It's the whole time from the beginning. The whole time, right after time. its birth. It's never going to be a plant life. It's never going to be a veg- vegetable matter. It's, from what? From it, when? It's not going to be an auto part. Uh, it's always like going at, to be a human from the, the hospital? very beginning. You, from the very beginning at the hospital uh, when you're born? Talking about from, from conception. Huh. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. That's the way it works. Wow. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> as far as these Democrats are concerned, it's never a child. It's never a human. And, yeah, right. Never. Literally. This is literally not one of the 23 candidates in the Democrat Party have any cutoff for abortion there is no cutoff right. from any of them that's staggering <laughs> it, yes it, it is it used to be that they'd concede all right you know 21 weeks come on you're- 24 weeks whatever i mean you, you can't have third trimester abortions right. well now unless the health of the mother is in, yeah. in effect or something right. I mean, and, that's and they really always rare. they always right but that they always really threw that rare. out there very they, rare yes. but they always threw that out there after the 21 weeks or the whatever right. whatever amount of line that they're drawing there's no line there's none there's no line zero uh, that's how extreme that's how radical they are on this it's but just that's really what, it's gotten worse but that's really what put us our back against the wall on this right exactly I mean, it's time to fight back no yeah, i think can't. we no. really woke up I think when so too. new york pl- passed that bill and then virginia was going to yeah. pass that bill i think so too and other states considered the bill so you know and you've got the, you've got states fighting back all through the south which is great it's yeah 
you have eight states now have passed pretty tough new laws. Six of them heartbeat bills. Um, and one of them beyond heartbeat. So good. Yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Meanwhile, Georgia's governor, Brian Kemp, mocked the celebrities who were threatening to boycott the state <laughs> because of their heartbeat bill. Uh, of course, Alyssa Milano and Alec Baldwin and others have spoken out against the law. And they've signed letters of protest oh, no. to demand that the state abandon its heartbeat bill. Was it like a strongly worded letter? Yeah, it is. Okay. It, yeah, they're strongly worded, and and they're really upset, and uh, and they don't like Brian Kemp. And he said, "I understand that some folks don't like this new law. I'm fine with that. We're elected to do what's right, and standing up for precious life is always the right thing to do." Boom. We value and protect innocent life, even though that makes C-list celebrities squawk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's really good. Uh, that is fantastic. That's really good. Just poke them another time. Yeah. Just poke them one more time. Uh, you know that that's, uh, that that hurt them more than anything. Call it obscene. Yes. Really good. <laughs> is Alyssa Milano even C-list, though? She might be D or E by oh, now. Oh, no. She's F-list. No, she's she's. What, what was the last thing she was in? I told you. She oh, was, yeah, that's uh, right. Runway uh, something or other. <laughs> Project right. Runway All Stars. Project Runway All Stars. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I'm sure that. Plus, she's made a fortune on her uh, on her clothing line, right? Has she, she? Yeah, she's done a bunch with uh, Major League Baseball and, and NBA and NFL with her clothing line. I mean, she's big contracts with them. Yeah, so she's doing okay. Plus, her her show uh, Charmed is in uh, syndication. Oh, that's been in syndication for, for a long time. Yeah, for she probably makes good money from that. I mean, she's she's okay. Yeah, I mean, she's for sure a C lister. Sure. <laughs> At best. Yeah, a C-lister for sure. I mean, right, I mean, she's not even getting the Hallmark gigs. No, you're, she's not getting the Hallmark Christmas movies even. I've right. never seen her in one. Of course, she probably wouldn't want to do a Christmas that, that's movie. That's true. Yeah. That's, that's too nice. She's too evil for that. <laughs> uh, other enter- entertainers who have uh, had a fit over George's uh, law are Mia Farrow, uh, Ben Stiller, Don Cheadle, Sean Penn, Kerry Washington... And others, yeah. I mean, those are, those are you know those are some big names in Hollywood, but they're you know they're the same. It's the same group. It's the same, yeah. The same loudmouths yeah. on every issue, yeah. Uh, so that's great that the governor of Georgia not caving in to yeah. any of this. More in just a minute coming up. Pat Gray in for Glenn Beck, and you can catch my own show, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, weekday mornings right before Glenn here on The Blaze, or you know you can check out the podcast at any time during the day. Same with uh, Jeffy's podcast, which is uh, Chewing the Fat, which is loaded around 5.30. About 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe. And if I subscribe, what happens? Does it just automatically shows up? It automatically shows up, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, there it is!" Wow. You get alerted, and then, "Oh, there it is!" That's so wonderful. You want to do that? That's you like want a to do dream that. You don't come true. I know you don't want to. You don't wow. want to just think to yourself at the end of the day, "Oh, I missed." I forgot chewing the fat. You chewing don't the fat do thing. that. Right. You want to be able to just, yeah. you know, at five thirty, you'll hear that boop, and you'll get that alert, and mm-hmm. you'll realize, "Oh my gosh, I've got, I got to listen to chewing the fat." Yeah, you'll think those exact words. Yes. All right. If you say so. Uh, this is a great story. A 94-year-old uh, World War II veteran is planning to reenact his parachute jump into Normandy to to mark the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Um, 
Has anybody <laughs> told him he doesn't have to do that anymore? I don't think so. There's a direct flight goes right to Paris. I was just, gonna just ask. yeah, you could you can go right to Paris. You don't you don't need to parachute in there anymore. I mean, the first time we you know the Germans aren't you. there anymore, right? The first they, time you did it, thank you. Yes, that was it awesome. Needed to be done. Needed to be done in 1944. That's when he went the first time. But this time, don't need to do it. I think you're good. <laughs> I could just, Somebody should tell him. I could just drive you right there. Direct flight to Marseille, to Paris. To, <laughs> Germans are back in Germany. Um, I mean, there might be some Germans, German tourists there, but they don't have guns with them. There's too strict gun laws in, in France. <laughs> uh, Harry Reid was... so good. This is not the Harry Reid, set, the senator. This is Harry Reid, the veteran. Uh, was a 20-year-old wireless operator when he first landed on the battlefields of northern France. June 6, 1944, at 20 years old. After plunging into a flooded trench near Le Mesnil, he made it through uh, made it through the war before going on to become leader of the Salvation Army in the UK and a great-grandfather. That's nice. Uh, during a visit to Normandy for last year's D-Day commemorations, he thought to himself, why not do it again? <laughs> uh, so he admits it's a stupid thing to do. That's what he says. <laughs> but uh, he said about researching and preparing for it, and so he's going to do it again at 94 years old. That's amazing. That's I mean, great. At, at 20, he's, he's, fighting, uh, he's fighting the battle for us. Yeah. And we, amazing. Uh, amazing. In, in today's world, we've got people complaining that their college bill is too high. <laughs> right. Pretty amazing when it you put sure it is. into perspective like yeah, that. Oh, my gosh. He said, the more I thought and prayed, the more foolish it appeared to do a, a skydive in Normandy without having done it one first here in the UK. Uh, so last September, he successfully completed a test skydive uh, near Salisbury. And uh, his doctor assured him his heart was as healthy as a middle-aged man. He found it a very different experience to his D-Day jump with his third parachute brigade, which lasted just 30 seconds, but he said he felt lucky to have been able to experience this at his age. Yeah, so at 94, he's going to do it again. Just that's, that's a cool story. That sure is. But again, he, does, he doesn't have to do that. There's, you know, there's no need for that. You just fly right into Paris if you want to go there. He sounds like a smart man. Like He does. He would know that, but yeah, I don't but, know why he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Somebody should probably tell him. Hey, Harry. Uh, Germans <laughs> are gone, man. They, they're gone. <laughs> you did your job the first time. Thank you. Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, just take a flight there if you want. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Oh, also, I love this story. A light went on at ESPN, apparently. ESPN's president has realized... Uh, sports fans don't want politics on ESPN. What? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during, of course, the first few years of President Trump's first term, ESPN sports coverage often included political commentary. Yes, and it was it almost, I think, every single time leftist. Uh, now ESPN's current president is acknowledging that fans don't want politics with their sports. ESPN President Jimmy Pitaro admitted during an interview with the LA Times, one of the most significant things he's accomplished since taking over uh, last March is getting the divisive politics off the network's shows. That's great. Oh, that's good. 
Uh, so far, Disney chief executive Bob Iger is happy with Pitaro's progress. Appearing at a recent investors conference, Iger credited Pitaro with dialing down the political discourse on ESPN's debate shows and its signature program, Sports Center, as well as lifting its ratings. Yeah, because you don't you don't want to hear that. No, we just we just want sports. If if you want that, you're going to listen to I don't know MSNBC or CNN or Fox, but rarely did they do I I I don't know that they ever did any kind of conservative commentary. It was always left wing stuff. Well, that's the that's the sports. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's sports guys. Right? That's who they are. Yeah. Pataro has also satisfied ESPN's more traditional fans by steering commentators away from political discussions on air and on social media, which, of course, heightened during President Trump's criticism of NFL players protesting against social injustice during the playing of the national anthem. Without question, our data tells us our fans do not want us to cover politics. My job is to provide clarity, Pataro said. I really believe... That some of our talent was confused on what was expected of them. If you fast forward to today, I don't believe they're confused. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, he cleared that right up. We cleared it up for you. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I want to bring you in here. We're just going to discuss a little bit. I want to clear up any confusion that you uh, that you have on this. Okay. There was nothing worse than tuning in into ESPN, just wanting to you know. Get away from it all and watch some sports and relax. And they'd start in. And you're like, come on. And it's like, oh, stop. please shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. Uh, so that'll be nice. Yes, uh, it will. And obviously they've been, you know, he's he's hit the ground running with this, right? He's now promoting it. So that yeah. means everything's in place and people are starting to recognize it without it being talked about, which is good. And the ratings are going up right. as a result of right. it. Which, you know, that's that's going to happen because you got back to your roots. And you, you've gotten back to what we liked about ESPN in the first place. Entertainment and Sports Network seems like what... ESPN stands for. Doesn't seem to be any politics. Oh, there no P in there. In there, no, no. There's no. There's a P, but I think it's part of the sports. Oh, ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I think it's entertainment and sports, not entertainment and, and politics. politics. Uh, all right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Got to tell you about uh, Joe Biden taking credit. For climate change. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, he's taking credit. He started the whole climate change thing. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I am now. Yeah, you are. Uh, we'll tell you more about that coming up on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeff. Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Oh boy, uh, koalas are now functionally extinct, according to experts. Um, really? Yeah. They've been declared functionally extinct. They're not extinct, so, but the functionally uh, extinct. That <laughs> the, functionally extinct means... It's de- they're down to just 80,000. Wow. Wild species members. Wow. Because 80,000, you know, and I'm not, I'm not great on math. I don't mm-hmm. even profess to be, but 80,000 seems like more than zero. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It, I think it is more than zero. 
Uh, but apparently there aren't enough breeding adults left to support another generation. Wow. That's... The uh, tree-dwelling species has been ravaged by the effects of rising temperatures and heat waves, yep. which have caused widespread deforestation and fatal dehydration what about, in what koalas. A, what about logging and illegal logging? Yeah, all of that, too. I'm sure that, too. Yeah. Overfishing, that, that probably has done it as well. <laughs> yes. Um, there's only 41 of the koalas, 128 known habitats in federal environments that have any animals left in them at all. At all. Of course, there is hope. It's the Koala Protection Act. Okay, and good. it's based on the U.S.'s Bald Eagle Act, which was successful in rescuing the bald eagle. Yeah. Um, so I guess the bald eagles are fine now. So maybe Australia will want to protect koalas. That's really not much we can do about it since we don't have koalas. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same with, you know, I mean, the koalas and the orangutans are suffering the same fate as koalas in, on the planet. They're also, in trouble. we don't have orangutans here. So. Well, we do, just not. Well, in zoos. Yeah. They're not in the wild. They're fine in the zoo. You know, just like- here's what bugs me, though. How do you, you, you don't know for sure, because maybe they've just moved to a new location. That happens all the time where the, a species has disappeared and they think it's gone. And then, oh, we Wait. Found it. they moved over here. They just didn't leave their postal address. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't leave their forward address with the post office. What? Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. Uh, you are supposed, you are to, supposed do, to do Otherwise, we'll think you've gone extinct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know. It, it was went, like that, that colony of penguins that they hadn't seen in 50 years or something. We just had this story. And then they looked at an island near Antarctica and found 5 million of them. They're like, oh, there they are. There they are. Okay. So we... We thought you all and, died. We thought you were gone. <laughs> yeah. They, now we just they moved. moved. They we moved. moved. We got tired of that place. <laughs> this place was better. It was really cold. And well, this place this is, is really too, cool but too. you know, it's uh, <laughs> there's this place is better. less penguin poop around, and so uh, <laughs> we, we've got got a new area here. Plus, even if we have animals going extinct, we still find animals that All we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I should say species. We find new species on this planet every day, right? That oh, those what are those? Yeah, they're new. So, I mean. I would guess that, you know, the earth, I don't know, evolves. And I they, they say that a million species are going to go extinct in the next few years. You don't know that. You don't. You just don't know that. I mean, a lot can happen. A lot can happen. And, and uh, you know, I, I know everything is important to the mm-hmm. circle of life. But <laughs> right. I'm guessing maybe... Are you, you about to dismiss <laughs> a million species? <laughs> <laughs> so what? I mean, maybe nine hundred thousand of them we don't need. <laughs> nice. Who cares? No. I, mean, I, mean, I hope it's some species I don't really like. <laughs> you know, if cockroaches went extinct, I wouldn't really mind. Uh, thank you. I'd be okay with. I'm me. all right with that too. Spiders, cockroaches, <laughs> yes. beetles—they can all go away. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. I mean. How long are they going to hang on? A long time. A long Did you, time. I mean, Jagger's back. <laughs> That's right. Jagger's back. Did you see the footage of him dancing? It's amazing. Yeah, do, we, do we have that? He is, I uh, mean, he's back from his heart attack. Right. right. He's getting ready for the North American tour. Yeah. And he posted a picture of uh, on his Instagram of him uh, I think working out and dancing. Yeah, here uh, he is. Getting ready for the tour. 
classic Jagger moves. He looks pretty healthy. Yeah. For a guy who just had a heart attack. You weren't doing that when you came back from your heart attack. Uh, uh, <laughs> should have. This is every that day. Been, that would have been great to see a Jeffy video like, every, like that. You know, Jeffy's getting ready to come back to work. I don't like to post my exercise uh, videos I see, okay. like that. All right. I mean, it's just. You don't like to show off. That's, I mean, that's what Jagger's doing He's just there. a show off. Yeah. And, I mean, that's you know, good, good for him. He's been showing off like that his whole life, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's just not you, right? It's just, you. Not, it's just not you. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of uh, global warming killing off species, uh, Joe Biden says he was the guy who, quote, started this whole thing, unquote, on climate change. Um, That's interesting. Uh, That is interesting. Former Vice President Biden was asked on Saturday by an activist with the U.S. Youth Climate Strike. What a great organization. Uh, don't you love the <laughs> U.S. Donate every climate year. strike? Donate every year. Uh, and I hope you go to their events hey, oh. and, and protest as well. Uh, but he was asked if he would support a presidential climate debate hosted by her group, at which point he jumped in to tout his global warming uh, expertise. He said, by the way, I want you to know, I'm the guy that did all this stuff. Read Real Clear Politics. I'll tell you about how I started this whole thing back in 87 with climate change. Uh, So he was asked that if he'd be a leader. And he said, I guarantee I'll be a leader. So he started this whole thing back in 87. He's the front runner on this. When in fact, everyone knows that shortly after I took the initiative to invent the internet, Jeffy, I also, uh, not Joe Johnny come lately Biden, (laughs) I took the initiative to create this incredible hoax known as climate change. I decided right away that it would all be caused by our SUV and not Joe Biden. So I wonder if uh, if Al will take exception to this. He might. I, I can't wait to see what he has to say about that. He might, although he'll he'll try to say try to work it in that uh, while Joe was. Uh... Uh, instrumental in doing a little bit of the paperwork. <laughs> I don't know if he'll even give him credit for that. Uh, Plus, I would like to just say that uh, Joe Biden uh, saying that uh, everything is great because he was in office in 1987 or 1887 or whatever 87 he was talking about. Um, that's too long. That's too long, Joe. Just just retire. Just go away. It's <laughs> too long. It is too long. It's too long. The get way, and he's been a, around a lot longer than that, right? In politics, and you just think, okay, it's going on fifty years. When is enough enough for this guy? When's uh, enough enough? Uh, enough is enough when he wins the presidency, which he's mm-hmm. not going to do. So, shame. Let's hope not. It's a shame. Let's hope not. Let's hope no Democrat gets anywhere near that office ever again. <laughs> I don't know that we can take it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we don't, can. Quite honestly, I, I don't think we can. You look at how extreme they are on every issue, especially, especially abortion. Um, they're just, they're too extreme. Open borders, eliminating ICE. I mean, we've gone through this several times, but uh, it's important to, to understand how critical this is. 70% income taxes from some of them. Right. The Green New Deal, I think they all support it. Almost all of them support the Green New Deal. I don't know that any of them have actually come out against it. Have Not they? that I've seen. Socialized medicine, they're all for that. 
They're all for socialized higher education. Uh, elimination of student debt. Man, many of them want to pay off student yeah. debt. Um, got to get into. I know Kamala Harris just posted her, uh, you know, her pay gap plan. Oh my gosh, which is which amazing. by the way doesn't exist uh, as Whoa. we've explained a million times, and not just us. The the, the Washington Post has debunked that myth over and over again. And they still don't get it through their heads. Nope. Doesn't matter. They still lie through their teeth on it. Reparations. All the time. Reparations for Native Americans and African Americans. Uh, They want to pack the Supreme Court. They virtually all want to eliminate the Electoral College. Yeah. That in and of itself would be a disaster for this country. They want to lower the voting age to 16. All right. Um. Uh, Sanders and others want felons to vote from prison. I know that's Sanders, Cory Booker, uh, several of them. There's been talk of confiscation of guns from Cory Booker and from uh, Eric Swalwell. I mean, this is just a disastrous group of people that would would finish off this country. Uh, So we have to do our part. And get the word out and get the vote out and do everything we possibly can to make sure a Democrat does not get elected in 2020 or 2024 or, frankly, ever again. They've just gone too far. You know, they're they're not Democrats anymore. They're socialists now. And they're extremists. And they're they're radicals. And it's got to stop. 888-727-BECK. Mark in Florida. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hey, Pat. How are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah, honestly, I'm not really caring about how you're doing. I just wanted to ask a question <laughs> about, we talk about tariffs. Uh-huh. We talk about tariffs, and you say tariffs are a bad idea. I've heard Glenn say tariffs are a bad idea, and I agree. Mm-hmm. But my real question is, what's, what's the better solution? I mean, they're ripping us off. <clears throat> Trade imbalance is bad. They're stealing mm-hmm. our technology. So if you think tariffs are a bad idea, I agree. But what's the solution? What's a better solution? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mark. Um, it, it's a tough one. I mean, sure is. Um, we could bring a, a WTO case against China uh, over their failure to uh, to publish thousands of trade related final measures subsidies. I mean, China has not been has not been trading fairly with us for a long no, time. No, they have we not. Bring that to the WTO. No, they have not. And we could, you know, that that's part of the you know the bigger negotiation picture, right? Mm-hmm. And what's had been happening and how they've uh, uh, negotiated and then taken back their word and uh, gone against what they've already negotiated, which is what pushed presumably uh, you know President Trump into the tariff land. Mm-hmm. But I mean. We see from history that tariffs really have never worked. That they haven't. Um, so, what else you could do? I guess uh, you could ask Congress to reform U.S. antitrust law. Um, there's, there, you know, there's some things you can do. Um, you could, you could utilize existing Treasury Department authorities to sanction Chinese companies uh, that benefit from stolen IP or coerced technology. I mean, okay. they, they are. St- Stealing us yeah. blind in the technology sector. Uh, and they have agents here sent specifically to do that. They're in our colleges. 
there are corporations and it's i mean china really has has messed us up on trade on technology um between stealing us blind and slapping uh tariffs on our goods that come into their country um it is bad um but there are things you can do and there are some outlined um you could uh ask them really nicely pretty please with sugar on it stop taxing our our goods i feel like president trump has tried that (laughs) by giving them chocolate cake and stuff down at mar-a-lago before (laughs) and uh, you know i don't think it worked out well yeah yeah. maybe you could ask him again let me ask him again real nice that's true there are some diplomatic things you can do um you could refuse to recognize them as a market-based economy uh with a with a wto um you could deny chinese headquartered enterprises access to being listed on the u.s stock exchange that might be incentive yeah that might be yeah so if you don't give them access to the u.s stock exchange that could hurt them a lot of money uh, it's a lot that's a lot of money so um there are some things you can do none of them are perfect um but t- tariffs have just been proven historically terrible it's pat gray and uh, jeff fisher in for glenn this week Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Coming up, we got to tell you about the kilogram because they've changed it. Oh no! What? I mean, this is what I'm talking about. The metric measurement is ridiculous. There's 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 no way to tell what the measurement is. You can't. You can't. And there's, now they're changing it, so you now, can't. Not even close to being able to now tell. They're changing it. Why? Because it didn't work. <laughs> As I told you forever, it doesn't work. Uh, after 130 years of going by the kilogram, the prototype kilogram, uh, the measurement upon which most nations, not us because we're, we're better than most nations. Thank you. Uh, it's their weight measurement. And it's, now it's being replaced by a new standard based on fundamental laws of physics. Uh, um, what? Really strange. Isn't that we weird? Have, yeah, we have to get it. Yeah, because we'll now, I mean, that, tell you about that. That is... That's nuts. That's crazy. I mean, why does he just... I'm telling you. Yeah, why? Just go to pounds. So easy. So easy. Pounds. Duh. (laughs) It's not kilometers. It's miles. Thank you. Be so much better. (laughs) If you were... If you'd just be Americans. I mean, it's not that hard. Okay. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray, in for Glenn Beck. You can catch my own show, uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, weekday mornings, right before Glenn, here on The Blaze. And, of course, the podcast you can check out any time of the day or night. Also, uh, Jeff Fisher here. Jeffy from uh, Chewing the Fat. And you can check out his podcast wherever. Oh, wherever. Uh, free podcasts uh, are sold. Podcasts are sold. Thank you. That's available at any platform you want. <laughs> Wherever free podcasts are sold. Yeah, that doesn't make, make any sense, Jeffy. That doesn't make sense. They're, free podcasts aren't sold. I don't know if you're <laughs> you know, I just, aware of that. I just know nobody else is using that line, so it's mine. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, we've got to tell you about this, this poll yes. on socialism uh, and this poll 
on uh, something to be taught in American schools. <laughs> pretty, pretty amazing survey on this, too. We'll get into that in about a minute. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn all week. Uh, he'll be back on, uh, well, Tuesday, I guess, because Monday is Memorial Day. It just hit me the other, I mean, yesterday it hit That's me. That's right. Memorial Day already? Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. Yes. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, every summer, Mercury One, in collaboration with Wall Builders, opens its doors for emerging leaders for its leadership training program. This program is really impactful. Um, don't take my word for it. Listen to what former LTP students are saying. Uh, like this, being able to come here and study and read what the founders wrote really opened my eyes to the truth and what's real about our country. That was from Jonathan, from Kathleen. I learned more in these two weeks than I think I have in the rest of my life. Uh, from an anonymous person who took the class, uh, LTP is life-changing. It will literally change the way you think and the way you act because when you're taught the truth, you can't help but be accountable for your choices. Huh. So you can apply to join this elite group of students for Mercury One's LTP now taking applications. Spots are limited, and it's only offered once a year for for uh, young adults from 18 to 25. The first session is June 3rd. So, man, it's coming right, right here, up. Yeah, June 3rd through the 14th. Second session, July 15th through the 26th. Still some seats or some spots available. Go to mercuryone.org slash LTP, or you can call 817-441-6044. Mercuryone.org slash LTP. Probably the easiest way uh, yeah. to do that. And we've met so many of those kids with part of, that have been part of that leadership training program. That Great have, kids. Uh, unbelievable, yeah. And they were also... They, Love they, that program. You, you read some of their... Some of their words, but they they were all so amazed at how much they learned and what they uh, what they came across. Like mm-hmm. we didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to find out so many things they didn't know. Uh, it, it, just a wealth of knowledge. I mean, David Barton takes them through uh, all of history, pretty pretty much <laughs> all of American history. Yeah. Uh, and he knows a little. Yeah, he does. I mean, yeah, he knows a couple of things. Yeah, he's all right. Knows a couple of things. Uh, oh, by the way. Um, how many Americans now uh, are are uh, in favor of socialism? I guess you could say two. <laughs> I mean, I'm, two it Americans. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be more than two. It shouldn't. It should be Bernie Sanders and his wife, right? But it's it's quite a few more than that. Um, it's forty percent of Americans. In fact, it's forty three percent. Forty percent believe that socialism would be a good thing for america it's only 51 percent who say it wouldn't be a good thing 51 to 43 now uh, i would like this to say is that getting that is really frightening good. really frightening that is not good it is frightening in 1942 it was uh 25 percent of americans believed it would be a good thing 25 percent it's gone up eight percentage points yeah, i mean 25 percent is too much yeah 20 I, i'm kind of surprised it was 25 percent. but you had you know the fascist yeah, in 42, italy and, yeah. and they got a lot of good press just like they get now in the new york times and the no washington kidding. post uh and anytime socialism <laughs> crops its ugly head new york times and and the washington post have great things to say about it uh we'll just we'll just we'll do it better than they did uh <laughs> right. this time yeah. in, in, in america we'll do it right you know, we can do socialism and communism right here because, you know, we know how to do it. 
For Democrats, this is amazing. 57% of Democrats view socialism favorably. 57%. I think a lot of this is because of the language that they use with the social equality nonsense, the social justice stuff, the social equality. They've made it, they've they've pinned socialism to equality. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you don't know any different, you might just think, oh, okay, well, socialists want everybody to be equal. Certainly makes sense. I mean, the joke is, uh, you know, so they like socialism because of the social networks, but it's really just about <clears throat> equal justice. I think the, I think the youth are pretty confused about what socialism is, and we've seen that. We've, you know, more on trivia, which, by the right. way, we still, we still still do on my show, on Pat Gray Unleashed, <laughs> yes. every fall uh, during football season. You, if you can tune in oh, for a tremendous uh, season this more on season. trivia every Friday. We were 15-3 and three last mm-hmm. season. You're welcome. <laughs> if you would have placed bets based on more on trivia, you would have made a lot of money. Right. A lot. Of course, we don't no, recommend no, no, no. that. It's just for fun, but uh, but some people actually did. We did find out that some people were using it against yeah. our wishes. Against our wishes, and we did not recommend that. Uh, so, but I, I think with some of the millennials, that's what they equate it with: social media, socializing. Um, but uh, I think most adults understand what socialism yeah. is. I hope. I, mean, I hope so. I hope. But you get to these numbers, and it's scary. No, it's really scary. I mean, then you've got a bunch of people agreeing with AOC and Bernie Sanders. Oh my gosh! And you see why he's such a star among uh, among Democrats. Democrats are pretty favorable towards socialism. Wow, frightening! It sure is. <clears throat> also, uh, this is an interesting survey. Um, uh, survey was taken that found that more than half of Americans believe Arabic numerals should not be taught in American schools. <laughs> right. Right. I want that Arab stuff over here. Right. <laughs> you keep that in your Saudi Arabia and your Qatar. It's that over there. Uh, here are Arabic numbers, by the way. Arabic numerals. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I mean, that's are, that's funny, but we're talking about Arabic numbers that we <laughs> yeah, don't those want are, in schools. Those are, as opposed to Roman numerals, the Arabic numerals replaced uh, Roman numerals uh, with the Western civilization some time ago, and we've used them ever since. <laughs> <laughs> so they tricked about half of Americans. It's it's, so funny. That's not nice to do. No, it is not. It's not nice to do at all. <laughs> 72% of Republicans uh, did not want uh, Arabic numerals to be in our curriculum. 40% of Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> not knowing exactly what Arabic yeah, numerals were. Uh, so, obviously, more cannon fodder for MSNBC. Um, but here's some for us. After 130 years, the so-called prototype kilogram which so many other nations base their measurements upon, and we're always told we're ridiculous because we don't use that system. And they tried to switch us in the 70s, if you remember correctly. And we said, "Um, no. I do. No, thank you. Uh, They tried to ram that hard down our throats. They did. And you know why it didn't work? Because there's no way to convert it. You can't tell what it is. I mean, a a kilometer, that could be 
17 inches or 900 miles. There's, There's no way to know. know. There's you no don't way know. to know. You don't know. And we we rejected we that. We like to know. We like to know. Thank you. We like to know. If somebody weighs 40 kilograms, I don't know how much that is. Is that four ounces or is it 7,000 pounds? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous if I don't know. So we rejected it. Anyway, the new definition of the kilogram is apparently based on fundamental laws of physics, and it was adopted at an international conference held last November in Versailles, France. Oh, good. It went into effect Monday. Instead of being based on a shiny hunk of metal stored in a vault in France on the outskirts outskirts of Paris, the kilogram is now based on (laughs) the Planck constant. Okay, the Planck constant. And that's better than a shiny piece of metal in a drawer outside yeah, of Paris. Yeah, because it's a tiny, unvarying number that plays a gotcha. key role in quantum physics. Uh, duh. So the metric system is so bad they had to change it. <laughs> to the plunk. So I've been proven right again. <laughs> I told you there was no... There was no way to tell. <laughs> and it they turned out I was right. It. They finally they admitted, it. admitted it. Yes. It's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. Uh, okay, it was proven right on the metric system, right? They had to change it. It was so stupid. I mean, are you just going to keep bragging about it? Yes. And, well, I've got something else to brag about. I've been proven right on another scientific thing, that science isn't always right. So they they don't know everything. And I've, I've been saying that for some time. They've been wrong a, a lot. lot. A lo- they're wrong again on the age of the universe. First of all, I don't know how you tell how old the universe is. I mean, come on. Well, it's the you, rings. The you count the rings, the, ring, count the rings of the universe. Duh. So you just go to the universe tree, cut it <laughs> in half, count, the, ring. count, count the, rings. the rings, and you see that there's 13 billion rings or thereabouts. <laughs> uh, well, apparently it's it's not 13 billion rings anymore. Uh, we may be off by not a little bit, a billion years. No, a billion years. Uh, uh, it's uh, a long time. Uh, you can't pin it down any closer than that. <laughs> uh, Recent studies show uh, science may has, may have overestimated the age of the universe by more than a billion years. A surprising realization that's forcing them to rethink key parts of the scientific story of how we got from the Big Bang to today. I'll tell you, I... I, I've mentioned on my show, I don't know if I've said it here. I, I've been watching these nature shows a lot. Yeah. I've gotten really hooked on them. <clears throat> there's uh, there's Our Planet, there's Blue Planet, and Blue Planet 2. Have yeah. you watched any of some those? Some of those. Some of them, yeah. Fascinating. I love them. I, 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 I hate the global warming nonsense I in it. I do, too. That's what kills me with them. I, it's hard to get through that part. But if you can... Uh, you learn the footage the most, is great. The footage is unreal. The footage is unbelievable. I don't know how they do it. I, I honestly spend don't. a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, they, they go uh, underground into the dens of animals and things. I mean, like teeny little animals. How did you get into that den? How did you do that? <laughs> uh, caves where they're underwater in a cave and squeezing through unbelievably tight spaces, I, taking their life in... In their hands, I think, doing this stuff. Oh, that's why I don't do it. Uh, is that why I, you don't I'm do not it? I'm squeezing through those tight spaces. <laughs> no, you're like not that. squeezing through those tight spaces. I can guarantee you that. 
you're not, no, I'm not doing that. No, you're not even squeezing through the cave opening. So um, <laughs> <laughs> the tight spaces down the cave a little ways, you're definitely not getting through those. The footage is amazing, though. It really but is. It's, and, it's, and, it's and the incredible. information that they tell you is also uh, amazing. You so much, you're like, really? And I watch this, and I think, how can you see all of this and the way everything fits together and the way uh, – everything flows and works and how this ecosystem works and and takes care of each of the species on this planet how can you see all that know all that and think it all happened by accident i i don't think it's logical to me it's it doesn't even make sense to think that science could think there's no god that this just you know the big bang exploded it spun out into the universe just happened and it just accidentally happened here on this planet and if you believe that though i could absolutely see how you would believe maybe we're the only ones in the entire universe because how could that happen again (laughs) i mean it's ridiculous that it happened the first time let alone happen again right um so to me these prove the existence of god um but the lost time on this billion years or so is especially vexing because in a universe full of mysteries, its age has been viewed as one of the few near certainties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so science has they thought this near a near certainty that we're 13 billion years old. Right. Not, not, okay, not so much. But we're not supposed to think they're fallible for some reason on the climate change thing. Right, right. That's a fact. That is a fact. You're not supposed to doubt them. Right. One, one iota. Not one point. By 2013, the European Planck uh, Space Telescope's detailed measurements of cosmic radiation seem to have yielded the final answer. Oh, 13.8 billion years. Of course, what's 800 million years among friends, right? (laughs) So sick of you quabbling over these little things. 13.8 billion years old. All that was left to do was verify that number using independent observations of bright stars in other galaxies. Simple. Then came an unexpected turn of events. A few teams, including one led by Nobel laureate Adam Reese of the Space Telescope Science Institute in Baltimore. I love them. That's my favorite Space Telescope Telescope Science Institute. Yeah, the one in Baltimore. Is the one in Baltimore. those are great. I used to love the one in uh, Des Moines. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Right. It was great, but then... Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. It's uh, it's got a special place in my heart now. (laughs) Anyway, they set out to make those observations. Instead of confirming the measurements, they started getting distinctly different results. Huh. It was getting to the point where we say, wait a second, we're not passing this test. We're failing the test, Reese said. He estimates his results taken at face value indicate a universe that's only 12.5 billion to 13 billion years old. So, like 1 billion 300 million years younger than we thought that's that's significant that's a significant error it is of 1.3 billion years studies of star clusters in neighboring galaxies add to the evidence that the universe is younger and faster expanding than expected okay so you know just another indication that they don't know everything they think they do they tell us they do and you're a moron if you challenge them on anything but they're proven wrong all the time. Yeah, all the time. It's agonizing. All the time. It's, it's agonizing. All the time.
And then it's, oh, yeah, yeah well, that's, 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 that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is, uh, not right now. Uh, it just wasn't as right then as I am now. Yeah, Don't worry about it. Uh, okay, well, you're asking a lot of me because now you're asking me to agree that we should spend like 93 to $100 trillion to solve a problem that you believe is happening that I don't. And I'm just supposed to take your word for it. Well, yeah, because yeah. I know I was wrong Because you're here. a scientist. I know I was wrong here, but <clears throat> because mm-hmm. I was wrong here makes me right back over here. <laughs> right. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you've no. been wrong on every prediction you've ever made on climate change. Not on this one, though. No, okay. All Not right. on this one, my friend. <laughs> All right. Okay. This one I know. <laughs> All right. Look around. Okay. Look around. Right. Look around. You'll see. The evidence is overwhelming. For instance, it rained today in uh, (laughs) the Dallas Metroplex. Thank you. That didn't used to happen, I guess. It didn't used to rain. No, and we're all supposed to be worried about massive tornadoes hitting us. Yeah, Uh, tornadoes never happened. never had tornadoes before. Never happened. Never, not once. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Uh, It's it's ridiculous. And they keep telling us they're they're more frequent and more intense when that isn't true. Really? That's not true. Not really. Uh, they're not happening any more frequently than they ever have, and they're not more intense than they ever have been. So, um, shut up about it. (laughs) In two words, shut up. They're not going to. (laughs) They're not going to. I know. So we certainly should. All right, we're going to tell you about somebody you really need to worry about. Um, She is uh, frightening and dangerous, and we'll tell you about her. Uh, coming up in just a second. Thank you, Facebook, for pointing this out for us um, because now we know what to look out for. We'll share that with you coming up here on the Glenn Beck Program with Pat and Jeffy. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. I mentioned this 94-year-old World War II veteran who is parachuting into Normandy. Um, He's 94 now. And he just, he thought it'd be cool because he did it in 1944. And so he wants to, he wants to try it again. What I'm hoping is we've alerted the French that he's doing this so that they don't surrender to him uh, when he lands. (laughs) (laughs) If we alerted the French, it's just, okay, this guy's just doing it for fun. Actually. No need to surrender to him. Actually, I say we don't alert him. (laughs) Just let him surrender. I want to see him surrender. Yeah, just let him surrender. Just surrender again. That's a good point. Yeah, let's not tell him. All right. Let's just watch him. <laughs> we can all watch the YouTube video of France surrendering to this guy again. To 94-year-old uh, Harry, Harry Reid. Yes. Yeah, it'd be great. Not not the Senator Harry Reid. This is a, a different Harry Reid. No, the Senator would not be doing that. No, he would not. No, we, we know that for a fact. Um, all right. Hey, Facebook has let us know about a dangerous, dangerous person. And uh, thought I'd pass this along to you. So in case you see her out and about... You know to run. Uh, Candace Owens. Dangerous person. Wow. Yeah. Uh, They've singled her out for scrutiny and a potential ban. Oh, no. They've encouraged some of their employees to probe the background of Candace Owens for anything that could give the social media giant grounds to kick her off their platform. I mean. Uh, This is nuts. It sure is. Candace Owens. Come on. The document uh, is a spreadsheet on policy review of what the company calls hate agents. Oh, my gosh. Are you, seriously, are you going to label agents. Candace Owens a hate agent? Come on. 
It was created in early April. It was related to prominent figures recently banned from the platform. Um, I, I don't see them doing any of this to anyone on the left. No. Uh, I mean, did they maybe make some kind of little token movement on Louis Farrakhan recently? I think they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, and I mean, that kind of blatant anti-Semitism. Hey, congratulations that you sniffed <laughs> that one out. <laughs> Way to go, Facebook. I'm sure you had to have the, wow. to have the, uh, the, the chart laid out in front of you to get to the end yeah. of Louis Farrakhan. Well, and you needed the, the Facebook bloodhounds to track down that scent of <laughs> Right. Ooh, that was nice find. <laughs> but it's been, other than that, it's been almost exclusively yeah. people on the right, as far as I can tell. It's, it, 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 and you know, know what? we get the argument of it's a, you know. It's a, I don't care anymore. I don't Stop, We need to stop with I the argument either. that it's a, it's a private, it's a private business. It is. But they're protected by the U.S. government. Yes. And because and, of that. And they're protected only because they're supposed to be non-biased. Right. So when they show this kind of bias, I'm sorry. No. The protections need to go away. The, the protection needs to go away. Agreed. And you open yourself up to being sued for things that happen on your platform. Go be nicey if, nice. Go, there, go ahead. If this is what you're going to do, then I'm sorry. that You've lost that protection. Agreed. And if you think that that's not why uh, Zuckerberg and uh, Jack are fighting to be regulated, you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, they want right. that regulation. Oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah, they do. So her Facebook account was suspended on May 17th for seven days after she posted a picture of her Twitter post that listed the disparity between poverty rates among blacks and whites in the United States, as well as the high father absence rate in black households, she blamed liberal policies. Okay, you can't present facts on Facebook anymore? She didn't make these statistics up. Yeah, but she posted them. <laughs> she posted them. Wow. And she wrote, Black America must, must wake up to the great liberal hoax. White supremacy is not a threat. Liberal supremacy is. I mean, that's great. And true. <laughs> and tr- It's yes. true. So a Facebook spokesperson said the account was suspended by mistake for seven days. Oh, was it? Was it? Uh huh. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry, because we we just did it by mistake, and it was part of our oopsie our, daisies. Our agents of hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we called her an agent of hate. Dang, we just slipped up on that. Uh, it's ridiculous, and you know, it's not just Facebook; it's Twitter. Uh, it's Instagram. It's all these social media platforms that are doing this. Yep. And it's got to stop because otherwise they shouldn't be afforded the protection of the of the federal government. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to Matt uh, in Canada. Hey, Matt, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Right. Hey. Just, just to be clear, you guys, just to be clear, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I'm a male okay. and I am 1.8 meters tall. And I weigh 97 kilograms. <laughs> we have no way of knowing how tall So that could be four are. ounces. Yeah. You could be 78 feet tall. I don't know. You've told us nothing. Matt, well, that's but, just it. Yeah. Now, I, now I, grew, I grew up in Canada, and I when I cut a two-by-four, I want to cut it by the foot in inches, okay? That's <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I actually live in the U.S. I'm married an American girl. Okay. But the, 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 but the, I'm in Canada right now, but the craziness of what's going on with the youth especially, but 
but not even not even the youth. I'm talking forty year olds. This climate change is yeah. is out of control. It's out it of is. control. It is. Um, they bought into it hook, line, and I, sinker, haven't they? They. It isn't even. They're not. It's not even like they're believers. They live it. Yeah, it's almost it's, a religion to them. It is the carbon. Absolutely. The carbon tax. The carbon footprint is is uh, right on everyone's lips. And you know, you shouldn't go to Vegas. You, it's 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 overkill. The airplanes should be you know once in a lifetime type thing for emergency. Jeez, <laughs> um, cra- cra- like cra- crazy stuff. Oh man, uh, the millionaires they don't they don't need all that money. They don't need it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a whole uh, upbringing of just government is knows best, and you're 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 just in there for whatever they think you should do. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, total indoctrination of this generation and several generations uh, you know, now, actually, because yep. it's been going on for a long time. It, it actually has. In the United States, and I assume it's even worse in Canada. It, it seems like it. I have nephews that are like, you know, 15, 16 <clears throat> years old, and that's where I'm really seeing the last five years, their development. Yeah. And and, and their parents aren't, aren't much better, I got to say, even though I love my siblings. They're... <laughs> If you're never out of Canada, you don't know what's out there, huh. and it's a it's a it's a strange it's a strange thing. I mean, they're yeah. they're bought right into you. Gotta when you go to a city, you should be on a train or you should have a electric smart car, and that's just the way it is. Unless you're a you know unless you're a you're a company that has to have a big truck, you shouldn't you shouldn't have that. It's hard when you find out if what's out there. Enough, you know what yeah. about if you're if you a government official? To take Yes. Oh, yes. That's okay, then. <laughs> yeah, you thank know. you. Yeah. But, well, uh, you know. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Matt. Um, it, it, it's it's amazing to see, then, too, the purveyors of this climate change hoax. And it's only a hoax to me because it's not catastrophic. I, has the temperature gone up a point, yes. one degree in 100 years? Yes, I believe it has. Has it also paused for the last 18 Yes, it has. Is it catastrophic? No, it is not. In fact, one degree of warmth is good for the planet. Yeah. It grows food. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of that. Food grows better in warm weather than it does, let's say, in the dead of winter when it's 30 below. Huh. Yeah, it's strange. It's a strange phenomenon. And we as humans being, you know, there's more humans on the planet now. Yeah, would need more food, right? So, right. So the Earth is adjusting to feed the humans on the planet. Yes. Huh. Strange, isn't it? Huh. Now, I guess we should be scared of that, but frankly, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'd <laughs> so. like to say thank you. Uh, but it it's. It's agonizing how uh, the youth have been indoctrinated. They almost all believe this. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, we homeschooled for, for 23 years. Jeff, you, you homeschool, yeah. right? We made the mistake of allowing of letting our, our oldest two, uh, our oldest son and our oldest daughter, to go to uh, high school so that they could do the extracurricular stuff after we'd homeschooled them up till high school. Well, those four years... Three to four years. I, I forget which it was, whether it was sophomore or freshman year. Uh, they still 
got the indoctrination. <laughs> and I had to really work hard to try to bring them back to... Have you brought them all the way back? No. Because I, I bet you No. Haven't. My son, yes. My my daughter, my eldest daughter, no. She still believes a lot of that stuff. She's totally into the global warming yeah. stuff. I'm like, what, show me the evidence of any catastrophe going on. Show it to me because I don't see it. Right. I believe there's too many people on the planet. We're all we're all in and trouble. That's been, that's been so disproven ever since uh, Paul Ehrlich wrote the population bomb in the late '60s or 1970, whenever that was. And every prediction he made in it was wrong. Every prediction. I mean, you talk about uh, cataclysm. He predicted all kinds of catastrophe, like billions, two billion people dying from starvation. Yeah. The 1980s were supposed to be uh, death and famine. Everywhere around the planet, uh, there was supposed to be worldwide chaos. None of that happened. And yet, Paul Ehrlich is still quoted on his predictions today. <laughs> what? Has he not been, I don't know, completely discredited? No. no obviously, he hasn't been. It's just, uh, it's like the, what we said before. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong here, but not, don't worry about it. Yeah. Amazing. It is, it is amazing. Pat Gray and Jeff Fisher. For Glenn, uh, all this week, 888-727-BECK. So the, the the preliminary numbers are in for the big finale of Game of, Game of Thrones. And it looks like it was, uh, they had about 19.3 million Pretty people. good. That was, that'd be the most they had all season. I think 18 was the last uh, the last couple of shows. The last couple of episodes were 18. So but 19 for, was over the to top. be on a pay channel like that and to get 19 million? I know. Here's Jeez. the other thing. If you include delayed viewing, it's 44 million. <sighs> On the average, I, every week, huge. So that right. doesn't even include the finale, right? I, I don't know what that's going to be. And so, look, I, and you know, we we'll said the last season was struggling, and the last episode really struggled. I mean, we, you know, it was tough to find anybody that really enjoyed it or liked it. You yeah, know, didn't that, you do your podcast on yeah, it? Yeah, and, and did know, anybody no, like it? No, I mean, I, wow. I, I tried to go into it with uh, you not know, a single person mind. liked it. No, I mean, there was always there's too much wrong. Wow, with it. too much wrong with it. And, uh, that's too bad on on such a popular know, series like that. You'd well, like to have a nice ending, to right? It. You you want people to watch, yeah. and obviously no one watched. You just got done <laughs> well, saying the numbers. I mean, uh, everybody. <laughs> it didn't hurt them number wise, apparently, but <laughs> still, it would have been nice if they would have wrapped it up to people's. So it'd be yes. satisfying yes. to all the fans. Yes, who've been devoted to it for eight yes. seasons. Very disappointing that yeah. the first six seasons were so great. Too bad. And, you know, that we ended with the last two that are just questionable and writers leaving and they lost the books and it was, you know, it was just tough. It was tough to take. But yeah. I do have some good news for you. Okay. You know, yesterday we talked about uh, John Wick being the uh, number one movie. Right, over the weekend. Over Endgame, John and you Wick were excited, 3. And mm. you were excited about it. And, very, you know, it, very excited. I mean, it was in charge. But uh, John Wick 4 has been confirmed. Oh, wow. That is good. John that Wick is truly 4 good has news. been confirmed. And Thank not only goodness. has it been confirmed. I've been worried about that. We've mm-hmm. got a date. No. I mean. When's it I coming know. out? I know. You're thinking to yourself, they're actually going to give us a date, too? Coming out next week? Uh, May 21st, 2021. Oh, no. that's too, I can't wait that long. So. That's too long. I mean. <laughs> well, that does give me a chance to catch up because. <laughs> I know I wouldn't understand the subtle nuances of John Wick 4 without watching 1, 2, and 3. So I've got some time uh, to catch up. Yeah, there are subtle that. nuances. Yeah, I'm about, sure. Uh, yeah, it's about I've, blowing people's heads off. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, about the way they get shot uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, you know what, what really triggers him. 
you know the the main trigger point on John Wick is is ugly. Well, didn't he start it's all ugly. this because somebody killed his dog? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, his wife died, and he was sad. Yeah, and the dog. And then was on the, top of that, the dog was a gift from his, his wife? wife had given him. Oh no! And then when somebody killed his dog, well, now you're uh, justified you know, to kill hundreds of people, well, which is proceeded to do, from what I understand. <laughs> and, I mean, you get four <laughs> movies out of it. <laughs> Oh, good for him. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, that's great. No kidding. Good for him. That's great. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Rocket Man. Yeah, that's huge. Right, it's good. I mean, doing really well. And uh, it was interesting to see what the the director of Rocket Man, Dexter Fletcher, he directed Rocket Man, but he also directed uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, wow. the Freddie Mercury story, which was really good. And it's. Amazing that he actually said, um, yeah, uh, I did what I had to do on the Freddie Mercury film, but really my focus was always Rocket Man. Wow. That's a pretty big admission. That sure is. Especially when, I mean, all of Queen made such a point of uh-huh. this is the, the, you know, we're focused on this. And this was years. 100%. Yeah, for eight yeah. years. Well, and apparently this was the one that was important to him. The Queen thing was like a throwaway. Wow. Which I loved. I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I thought it was really and good. I, I'm looking forward to Rocket Man, too. Uh, we should talk about the controversy, though, surrounding Rocket Man because yeah. people are all upset over the fact that a gay man is not playing a gay character. I just. So amazing. It's ridiculous. We'll get into that. Also, the lineup of uh, 2020 candidates. Got to talk about that coming up. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program. Wow, we still have so much to talk about. Uh going to talk about this uh mindset with millennials about free speech. Really something staggering uh new poll uh that shows how they feel about free speech. We'll get into that. Also, is it a problem? For a non-gay person to play a gay role, yeah, apparently it is. <laughs> apparently it's it in is. Today's world, uh, and we've we've got uh, some interesting, interesting things to show you from the uh, long lineup of terrible 2020 candidates. Uh, we'll get into all that starting in one minute. Pat Gray uh, in for Glenn Beck, and you can hear my own show, uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, weekday mornings, uh, right before. Uh, Glenn here on the Blaze Radio and Television. And don't forget to sign up. You can go to theblaze.com slash TV and uh, sign up, get a subscription, and then you can watch us as well as listen to us. Also, you talk uh, about exciting. Uh, it is exciting. You talk about exciting. It is exciting. Can you imagine actually seeing Jeffy? <laughs> That's like a dream come oh, true. Man, for I hear that so. Ones of people. Well, those <laughs> One, ones Literally are. ones <laughs> Of people. And, and I, I don't know that they actually exist, to be honest with you. <laughs> Which is why Chewy the Fat is just a, you know audio podcast right now. Right now. Can, right now it is. But yeah. plans are, I mean, well, are in place. People are, people are demanding it. Oh, the, the, the ones are demanding it. I believe clamoring is the word. There's like an uproar and a clamor about it. <laughs> I mean, I can't, you can't stop it. No, you can't. I mean, if you, even if you wanted to. And who wants to? I don't want to. I don't. You don't want to stop that momentum, do you? No. Uh, we are in good hands with our next generation, as I think everybody everybody understands by this point. Um, man, they've got some great ideas. 
They do. 41% of college students, 41% believe hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment. Wow. Uh, what? You know, this is, this is our fault, though. This is our generation's fault because they've been protected every step of the way. We've babied them. We've coddled them. We took red marks off of their homework assignments and test papers because it was too intense for them. So you can't mark up their paper in red. Right. Uh, we artificially raised their grades. We made it impossible for them to get Fs. We don't want any failure at all. Uh, that was too traumatic. We created safe spaces for them where they wouldn't have to hear anything they disagreed with or that would upset them in any way. We don't want you offended. We don't want you upset. We don't want you uncomfortable. Uh, We set up crying closets. University of Utah set up crying closets. Remember that? Yes, I do. We didn't keep score at their games so that there were no losers and nobody would feel badly when they walked off the playing field. We gave them participation trophies. Uh, just for showing up, you guys are wonderful. You're so good. We evenly distributed game balls. You could strike out nine times in a game, and you'd still get a game ball. I mean, of course they don't think hate speech is protected. Of course. They don't believe that anything in life should challenge their tender sensibilities. It's just yeah. that simple. Yeah, I mean, we're, we and we see that evidence of that every day. Every day stinking day every day you you had your feelings hurt you don't like what someone said tough yeah i mean if we all talk like barney the dinosaur uh as they watched growing up this generation uh if all we said was i love you you (laughs) love me we wouldn't have to protect any speech no there wouldn't be nothing to protect nobody would object to it but when Things irritate you when you disagree with them, when things are harsh. That's the only speech you need to protect. I don't, how do you not understand uh, I, that? I don't know how you not, how you don't understand that. I mean, the days of, of, uh, uh, sticks and stones and May words, could never, bones. Hurt, words oh. could never hurt me. That was a long gone. And that's why man. you never hear that. I mean, long saying gone. anymore. You don't hear it. Nobody no, says it because it's just not true. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's sticks and stones can break my bones, but Words. names are a lot worse for me. <laughs> that's what it is that's, now. That's the new thing. Yeah. yeah. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names. Oh, that's a lot worse I mean, for me. Evidence yesterday of of the guy that is arrested yeah. for, for right for beating the for, transgender just person, beating the heck out of someone. I mean, assaulting oh, yeah. this human being. Yeah, I beat her. But uh, I didn't yeah. call her any names. It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. That was unbelievable. So, and he's saying it because that because he believes it. Yeah, you know, oh, he, yeah. he believes. I yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble for calling her a name. So it's just it's it's no wonder we've got this situation because we we essentially uh, created the situation by not expecting anything of them by pr- protecting them from absolutely every negative situation in life and, and you some can't of the, do that you, you can, grow of, from the negative situation. I was trying to remember when it, you know how how that actually came to be. You know, like I. Because my my oldest son lived through some of this, and I remember mm-hmm. thinking, 
No, you don't. Everybody doesn't need to get a trophy. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't need. No, you. You know, you won. You scored more points than the other team. You won. That's the way it is. And then uh-huh. uh, it just seems like uh, I don't know that I don't think we believed it would hurt. You know, it was just like yeah, whatever. It was almost like the abortion thing. It was just like I don't know. whatever. It's, it's been going on for a while. Though. I know. Uh, and it's it's it went on even in Texas. I I remember when uh, my youngest son was playing his I don't know eleven or twelve year old season. I, th- I think he was eleven at the time, and he was on a terrible team. Sure, and it happens. <laughs> they went zero and sixteen. And I'm sitting there in stands, uh, and the team mom is going to all the various parents collecting money. I'm thinking. Hmm. What do I own? We have a little after after season party. What is this about? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Maybe a party of some kind afterwards. And and again, the team is zero and thirteen at this point. (laughs) And she's been a long season. She comes up to me. It's been a long season. It's been tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she comes up to me and says, "So uh, we're collecting ten dollars for the team trophies." I'm like, (laughs) "The the team trophy." What you don't you don't think they're zero and thirteen? Well, they still play no. good this season. <laughs> no. They still play good this season. No, they didn't. No, they really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they tried, I mean, but they did not succeed. And I, and I don't want to pay for a big and giant not uh, paying a trophy, trophy with the giant letter L on it. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, there wouldn't be a giant letter. No, L. no, no. They'd no. be presented oh, as champions gosh. for yes. participating. All right, uh, and. She's like, oh, you. So you don't, you don't think that? <laughs> no, no, I don't think. Not- I'm certainly not ponying ponying up money for a an zero and sixteen season. Thank you though uh, no, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Yeah. So even that was when we were in Houston. Even in Houston, Texas, yeah. you had that mindset. So what chance do they have? Seriously, what chance it's do tough. the kids have? It, it is hard. It's hard. We should have let them experience things yeah. because. Now they're getting out into the world and trying to become productive citizens, and it's just going to be really hard for them to be that. Yeah, because they they've got too many things that are going to come at them. Did that you say upset something them. harsh against me? Yeah, right. Did you just make me uncomfortable? I I, I shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable. That's against the constitution. I think they really believe it is against unconstitutional. The uh, it's unconstitutional to make anybody feel uncomfortable. So okay, good luck. Okay, and we're going to turn the country over to them. Yikes! <laughs> I know. I know. It's the same group, you know, in that a real uh, disservice to in them. that Gallup poll that talked about uh, socialism. Yeah, uh, it also talks about how uh, the respondents uh, favored government control in environmental protection and online privacy protection of these. That's I mean, they, that's they they want they want. They're okay with, they don't want people saying bad things about them, but they right. want the government to protect them online and make sure that the water, you know, the fish And they'll, are prob- fresh. they'll probably get that too. Yeah, they will. They'll get that. Because Mark Zuckerberg is for intervention from the government. Yeah. Why would you want that? Yeah. So he could, I mean. Yeah, uh, control my company. Yeah, please. Wh- what? <laughs> Why? Really? Why what? would you be for that? It's, it's amazing. It, it is. It's and amazing. There's, and, there, and, you know, the only reason that I can see of him being for that isn't for our safety. Oh, not at all. Uh, it is oh, not no. for our safety, my no. friends. He's partnering with the government. You're darn right he is. Let me in. in. Let me in. Kind of a chilling 
little beginning of things we've seen on sci-fi movies where corporations (laughs) are the government. Let me in. (laughs) Yes, you're right, man. Scary. We are bad. I should be. Uh I need to be in with you guys. That's what he's pushing. Pat Gray. Jeff Fisher. In for Glenn. 888-727-BECK. And we got more. We got more actors uh, jumping into the middle of the fray because we haven't had enough do that so far. (laughs) Ugh. The latest is Jeff Daniels. Now, is Jeff Daniels a Republican? He seems I, to be lamenting the fact that he can't support Republicans. I, I don't know. He doesn't directly say that, but that's the impression I get from the way he's talking here. Yeah, I think he's, uh, I don't know that he ever have said it, that he's a Republican, or I think he's come across as being conservative-ish. As conservative as, as people get in Hollywood, maybe? I, guess, I yeah. don't know. Anyway, here's here's what he had to say about the the shape of things now at the end of the day aside from yeah i don't want to pay taxes it's race it's race oh my gosh can you pause that for a second Uh, (laughs) aside from paying if you don't want to pay taxes it it's about race if you don't (laughs) i don't want to turn more money my hard-earned money over to the government that means i'm a racist okay that's just that's that's insane <laughs> wow i rue the day i ever watched uh while you were sleeping now because jeff daniels was in it that's ridiculous but there's much more there's more this is about the republican party or a wing of it going this is our last chance to save the party and if we don't it's the end of the republican party and the only way they can do that is to tap the race button and say go ahead it's okay oh my god and he did and they did and that was the only card they had left to play and they played it and they aren't going to go quietly and that's why you look at the cowardice of the 15 or so republicans in the senate who are still quiet and i'm not talking about bob corker and Jeff Flake no, and of course uh, not, those those the other women that went out the Sass. back door. Yeah. You know, that's not courage. Yeah. yeah, That's not courage. That's making sure you've got a job somewhere after politics. Courage is standing up and being a true patriot like we used to have. Way like you're doing right now, Jeff. Right. <laughs> wow. Who are the heroes going to be? You. You are going to be. What a, what a courageous stance Jeff Daniels is taking there. From calling out the Republican Party right. in Hollywood? Ooh, that's so brave of you. <laughs> wow, nicely done, Jeff. That's really impressive. Wow, who would ever think that a Hollywood leftist could stand up against the awful Republicans? <laughs> what a bold move. <laughs> So incredible of him to there do are the that. Heroes. <laughs> uh, it just makes it hard, doesn't it, to it watch sure does. any movies you like to to support them in uh, half. It's just that we we, we don't do that and as conservatives. I, no, we don't, and, and we like to work. Yeah, you know, if we yeah. You have, it's, and it's really hard sometimes to get past it. Uh, really, get, really hard to get it past is. their personal beliefs that they've spewed out. I can't look at Robert De Niro anymore without thinking about what an extreme idiot he is. Me too. But you know, they just posted. He did like this two or three minute commercial <laughs> for uh, I forget what company it was for. It was a pizza company or something, a bagel company, mm-hmm. a bagel company, and it was great. 
Mm-hmm. And it was so, I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like it, but it was great. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I still, I mean, he's such a. Oh, he's. I mean, he's just a bad guy. <laughs> yes, he he's is. just a bad guy. Jim Carrey, too. Uh, and I can't imagine going to a Jim Carrey movie. Not that he's going to do any anymore. He seems to have uh, been dumped yeah. by Hollywood. But I can't. If if he had something that came out that was really popular, I don't think I could watch him in it. Tough. Really hard. Yeah, it is really hard. It's tough. I know, and I I find myself struggling a lot with uh, you know De Niro, um, uh, DiCaprio. Yeah. He's gone on and on and on about the climate change and the global end of the planet. And I'm like, While he really? takes private jets right. all over the right. all over the Le- world. Leo is out jet setting the world. Uh huh. Yeah, no, it's tough. I know, Leonard. I know. Yeah, same with uh we had this story last week about Drake, the rapper Drake, who I guess even surpassed the Beatles in the number of hit singles he has on the hot one hundred uh, chart sure. all at once. He's, it's like yeah. twelve or something. So he's huge. Yeah. In pop culture. And he's a big climate change advocate. He's always out there talking about uh, climate change. And he and, walks to all his shows. Well. He walks to all his shows so that he shows up, you know, on foot. Uh, and no. Really? Uh, I'm going to say no. And he rides his bike in from the hotel that he stays at. <laughs> no. No? He doesn't. Okay. Uh, and he just bought a massive private jet. And he made a point of saying on the video as he's showing showing off his his new private jet. Oh, this isn't a rental or some timeshare. <laughs> I own this. I, I own this I private jet. This is actually all mine. Really, Mr. Climate Change? So, wow, that doesn't seem <laughs> carbon friendly. No, it does not. I mean, I realize I how many how many bicycles or scooters can you fit on that? Hypocrites. They, the do as I say, not as I do. Hypocrisy is it's pretty amazing. Well, I mean, I'm more important, right? I mean, I'm, yes, I, look, they, they I can don't travel have to around with like this. they tell us to live. Right, I'm living like this so that I can be, I can jet set around the world and tell tell you how important I am and how important the cause is. But you little people need to do what I tell you. In fact, you need to hang your laundry out to dry on clotheslines while I'm jetting around the planet. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be sure it. to do that. Right. And I need to go vegetarian. Uh, tough to even take. though you're not. Tough to take. It's just tough to take. <laughs> it is. It's amazing we're we're saying it all, and I think a lot of people would say, Well, you're not though. <laughs> and, they, and they might be right. <laughs> so if you're wondering uh who you could vote for, um, uh, in in the Democrat Party because uh, you know they're all so wonderful and uh, and it's a it's a tough choice. They all want uh, infanticide. They all want to spend a hundred trillion on climate change. They all yeah. uh, want socialized medicine, socialized uh, university uh, admittance. And you gotta love these super old white guys who are at the top of the heap. Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders now locked in a tie in Iowa. Wow. Okay, so not nationwide, but it's really tight in Iowa right now. And that's what it's going to come down to is, you know, the individual states, not a national poll. So uh, they are essentially all knotted up at the top of the poll. Both Sanders and Biden have 24% support among the Democrat candidates in Iowa. Three contenders trail the leaders with pretty healthy percentages. 
who would you think is number three? Have you seen this poll yet? No, I have not. Okay, so take, was... take a guess at who's number three. I mean, Pete, right? Dude. Yes. It's got to be. nailed it. Got to be. Nice. Yeah, well, it's got to be. I, just, I yeah, looked up at the board. We've been judge. looking at these names uh, that we have up on the chalkboard here and, and on this list, and he's the only one. He's the only one out of all these names he's... that are making a move. So uh, Biden and Sanders have 24%. Uh, Buttigieg is at 14 Yeah, he's the only one making a move. The rest of them, Kamala. Elizabeth Warren's at 12. Kamala Harris at 10. Wow. Beto, five. Yeah, I mean, he's lucky to have that, right? I mean, nobody's talking about him. Nobody cares about him. I really think that's true. Where's Corey at? Three? He's nowhere. Oh, yeah, Uh, he's lucky to be there. He's at less than, well, he's at 1% or less. And you forgot to mention Amy Klobuchar. I mean, I'm sure she's ahead of Joe Biden (laughs) and Bernie Sanders, right? Uh, No. Amy Klobuchar, she's not? No. Oh, wow. But she does have 2%. Oh, she's on there, though. She does make the list. There's at least a pulse there. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. 888-727-BECK. Just to show you you can't please everyone. In fact, you can almost not please anyone anymore. (laughs) Right. Um, Elton John's new movie is called Rocket Man. It's out. Is it out already? Well, they had a, they I had it was a, out already. It's uh, the actual huge release is the end of this month, the thirty first. But they oh, were doing okay. a, a limited release. Uh, out, started a couple days ago. Well, yesterday, I think we started the limited release. So he's getting Elton John is getting all kinds of flack from the LGBTQIA two plus community. Elton John. Elton John. Elton John, who, who might be the patron saint of the community. Elton John, who. <laughs> Right. Ha! I mean, this guy walked through fire for these people. Yeah. Well, uh, playing him in the new movie is Taron Egerton. And Elton really liked his performance. He loved his performance. Yeah. And he was happy with it. Well, the LGBTQIA2 plus community wasn't so happy about it because Taron Egerton is not gay. Oh, no. So I guess now the thing is, obviously... Only gays can play gay roles. Guess so. Only trans people can play trans roles. We found that out with uh, Scarlett Johansson, who accepted a role and then was drummed out of it. Because she's not trans. So, Elton said that's all BS. Bullcrap. Which I He used a different word. Yes, he did. Said, I'm sorry. Uh, If people don't don't like it, review-wise, or it doesn't make one dollar. It's the movie I wanted to make, and that's all that counts. I can look back and say, you know what? I love it. I can live with that. Good for you, Elton. So he said the guy's great. It doesn't have to be a gay person playing a gay man. I thought that's why it was acting. <laughs> right. And I was just I, right. I know I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, I thought that was the whole point. Should we then assume that uh, the LGBTQIA2 plus community will agree with us in saying that no gay person can ever play a straight role? Ha! You know that's not true. You, you know they're going to agree no, with that, right? Just to true. be consistent and not hypocrites, certainly they would say, hey, I'm sorry, you're gay. You can't play a straight role. You can't, you, no. You know it doesn't work that way. No though. way. Not even close. And when asked, you know, Egerton said, I'm an actor. I did not get into acting just to play people like me. You have to draw the line somewhere, and I don't want to live in a world where straight people play straight people and gay people play gay people. Well, it's too late. We're in that world. I think we are, too. We're seriously in that world. And it happened quickly. That's too bad. I mean, it seems like that's a that's one of the newer, th- that's uh, one of the newer rules is. that we're being... It sure is. 
and maybe in the last year or two. It sure is. Even. That's, a, that's a definite new rule that's blasted in. Yeah. At, I mean, no more than a year. It shows right? you no just, more than a year. just how fast this society is changing. I mean, you can't even keep up. You can't keep up. You just can't even keep up. I mean, I love that Elton didn't. That Elton didn't. That he didn't step cave. back. Yeah. yeah. Good for no, him. Absolutely. Screw you. Good for him. I mean, the guy, Elton John. Right. <laughs> I mean, the guy is, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know. He's this. a gay icon. Uh, married to a, 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 a man. A, a man. They mm-hmm. have children. They have a I mean, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he has, yes. He's the, the gay icon. He's the guy. Well, it doesn't matter. Can doesn't, you think of a matter. more famous gay person? Who's I, right off the top of my head, I don't know that I can. Out for as long as he has. Right. ridiculous most definitely is uh meanwhile a north carolina middle school used an an interesting approach to stop bullying against gay students by bringing in drag queens to perform and educate students on the lgbtqqia because they yeah Hmm? thought (laughs) it would that they'd be great to to have drag queens okay Okay. Uh, it's you know, and of course, if you say anything about that, oh my gosh, you're a bigot, you're a hater, uh, you're a homophobe, or a transphobe, or or whatever or a phobe. <laughs> what? You're a phobe of some <laughs> sort. Phobe. We know we know you fear <laughs> that much. We know. <laughs> we'll work out what you're afraid of later. But for one thing, you're a phobe and a hater. Okay. Uh, teachers Taylor Schmidt and Shara Brooks told CNN that the event was intended to reduce bullying so that the kids could focus on their educations. Our drive was to remove barriers to success, belonging, and the ability to thrive for all students. It called for a hard look at the roots of these behaviors and intentional actions to liberate not just the bullied from the oppressive acts, but the bully from the oppressive root causes of their actions. Wow, it was a two-hour event. Huh? It featured a drag show that took place, and uh, it's already happened. So, I, I don't. I the parents were apparently not notified in advance. Um, students. Oh, I guess students were permitted to opt out. But most students decided most to students attend. students aren't going to opt out of that. No, they're not. Well, I think they'd be, they'd be bullied. Ostracized, right? <laughs> they'd yeah. be ostracized and bullied if they did. Right. Jeez. You're going to go, right? What a world. Oh, of course I'm going. I Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't I? Everything's yeah. wonderful about drag queens coming into a school uh, and performing. I thought you told me your parents said, no, I don't, I don't care. Oh, they're don't haters. My, my parents are bigots and haters. And phobes of some sort. I don't, I, I don't know what they're afraid of. I just know they're afraid. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So what I mean, a world. So we don't we don't have any evidence that it helped in the bullying yet, right? I mean, we don't know that it, that it helped. It made no. I don't know that. difference. Do not know because I mean, it sounds like it's something that could make a huge difference. If you see a drag queen perform, yeah. You're done, right? Yeah. You're you're not going to bully anybody. No, you're not going to bully anyone about anything. Ever. That's the perfect antidote to bullying. Yes, is a, watching a, a drag performance from a drag queen. Yeah, exactly. 
So what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This world, it doesn't make sense anymore. I mean, I'm not opposed to the drag queen. I'm opposed to them going in and performing at school. I, I, I don't think that's a good idea. But it's time to just turn the country off. <laughs> Let's flip the switch. Turn the country off. I mean, they're just That's showing up. That's kind of where up. we are right now. Do a little, show up, you do a couple of numbers, get out. <laughs> you do a couple, you do numbers, couple of numbers, a uh, couple of dance routines and whatnot. Then you're done. Yeah, Wrap okay. it up. Get out. Have kids have a All nice right, well, day. Well, you convinced me. Stop. That, was a, that was a good move. Stop bullying. Get out of here. We're done. <laughs> I mean, you've got the, uh, the drag queens reading to kids. I mean, like four, the, five, and six years, yeah. years old at Ooh. the library. And... The drag queen that has been featured multiple times is just frightening looking. It's got horns coming out yeah. the head and all of that stuff. The like makeup and the that. horns, strange stuff. And again, if you don't want it to happen with your children, you're a phobe of some kind. I don't know. <laughs> you got some kind of phobia. I don't know what phobe. it is. You're a phobe. Yeah. You're a hater. Just a phobe. And a phobe, obviously. <laughs> And you monger in hatred. We do know that yes, as well. Yes, we do know that. You are a monger yes. of hate. <laughs> All right. So that's when we turn to these uh, Democrat candidates and lead us. Lead us down the path please. of non-hatred, please. Please. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Kirsten Gillibrand on CBS yesterday uh, had something very, very interesting to say. Here's what came out of her mouth. Or not. Uh, I, guess, I guess she said it really silently. Oh, okay. So uh, here's what she said. (laughs) She said, um, let's hope without holding our breaths that, oh, okay, that's not what she said. We just don't have what she said. She said that abortion. (laughs) Man, no wonder she's not doing well in the polls. I'll tell you that. If she speak up a little bit, maybe she'd step up in the polls. (laughs) She said that uh, abortion is a matter of life and death. Yeah, that's kind of what we've been saying. So she said uh, abortion is a matter of life and death and that women should have the right to make that decision. Huh. Well, welcome to the party. Except that uh, she's saying the same thing that they all say. Women should just have the right to say whenever. There's no line. It's just whenever. She believes as we do, though, apparently, that, yes, there is a life at stake and you're killing that life. She but just she comes care. to a different conclusion that that life doesn't matter. Yeah, she doesn't care. And the woman should be able to, right. to kill the baby if, if she wants to. Wow. I, okay. So you could vote for her. She'll lead us down the right path. <laughs> yes, right? Well, away well, she'll from, lead us down a path. Away from being phobes. Um, and so will uh, Kamala Harris. Her 2020 plan now is to find companies that don't insure equal pay. Right, not find, fine. Wow, yes, F-I-N-E. find them. So we're back to the uh, the pay gap yes. thing again, which has been just proven over and over, and including the Washington Post, not exactly a conservative publication. Um, but she's apparently closing the pay the pay gap by finding companies with more than a hundred employees that don't guarantee. Equal pay. Yeah. Full-time women in the workforce earned 80%. I'm so tired of hearing this. Earned 80% no, of what it. males. She says it to be true. So <laughs> It's not true. 
you're comparing apples to oranges. No, and there's a, 80% there's a whole bunch. of what males earned right. in the equivalent professions. Yes. While black and except, Hispanic women earned except, less. Except no. Uh, oh, but she said it. <laughs> I know she did. But there's some differences in the way women work, in the commitment to the work, in uh, a lot of different areas that have to be considered okay, here. Okay, Mr. White Male. I'm yeah, just... I know. I know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's, and she keeps driving at home. She just keeps driving at home. It doesn't, it doesn't They do the matter. same thing on climate change. It doesn't matter. They do the same thing on abortion. They just They just keep harping the same line until... You know, you just succumb. All right, I don't want to hear it anymore. Just give right. them more money. Oh, boy. Uh, something frightening going on in the UK. Uh, Neil Farage, just the latest right-wing figure to be attacked. Oh, no. We actually have... Is he okay? We have some... Uh, I think we have the the video of it. Do we have the video? <laughs> oh, what's up? what happened? Nigel... Nigel Farage attacked the latest with a milkshake. Now, if you weren't going to drink that, I would have. You, uh, you know, those are delicious, right? What, what kind of, I, I read about the uh, the new uh, the new milkshake throwing <laughs> attack. Why would you ever do that? That is that's crazy. That's crazy. That, it must not be a Chick Fil A milkshake. That cannot. That, that, no is, one a, that is a crime ever, in itself. It is. That is a crime <laughs> is. in itself. Look, if you don't like, want it. Jeffy and I'd be happy to relieve you of it. Absolutely, it really would. Hundred percent. As a matter, of, I don't even care if you change straws. Just let me have that thing. What a weird phenomenon, <laughs> right? It's throwing it went milkshakes. From, it went from people. throwing eggs, right? It used to be throwing eggs, which I guess. Ooh, I mean, I, I guess I think I like milkshakes better. You got to get, <laughs> get hit by something. You're probably going to have more mess with the milkshake, I guess, than just yeah. an egg, a single I think egg. You can wash the milkshake stuff out. The egg is, is that harder to get out. Uh, eggs are. Nasty. Mm. It's weird stuff going on. How how is it that they're not being? Are the perpetrators being arrested for doing this? I don't think so. That's not cool. <laughs> it's just not. That's not cool. I mean, they're just throwing a milkshake. Right. I'm sure that's what they think. And yes. I'll bet you they feel completely justified in Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely, these are the same people that same got people. the participation trophies. Right, all the, they're right. justified. I don't in like what they're it. saying, and so I'm going to dump milkshakes yes. on them. We saw it with the girl that took the sign last week. That was justified in a hundred percent. They can't be made to feel uncomfortable in any, any way, way or any to be way. offended. But they can dump milkshakes on other yes. people. They can attack other people, and that's perfectly that's, fine. Well, look what they were saying. <laughs> right. That's exactly how they uh, they shout down all the conservatives yeah. that come to the colleges. Is they're totally justified in doing that? Uh, look at the things they're saying. Um, they shouldn't have the right to say it. Wait, you're letting let, you're letting them say that, right? Right. Yeah. yeah no, it's we like that, are, baby. That girl last week. Yeah. We, we had a video of a girl who uh, stole uh, a pro life sign from somebody who was you know holding a pro life rally just walked up and took and it she and just walked, walked up and took it there were police all over the place to, trying to keep the various factions yeah. of protesters from each other and so they call the policeman over and she is whining and crying well they're trying to take away women's rights that, that doesn't make it okay no. to steal their sign but listen to what they're saying don't listen to it um 
Well, if I leave, they'll just come back and do it again. Yeah. Well, ignore him again. You can't okay? just walk up you and take someone's sign. sign. She could not understand no, the concept couldn't. of why she was in trouble. She didn't think she'd done anything now, wrong because she doesn't consider and, those people. And they humans. ended up they ended up arresting her, which I thought was maybe a little bit much. But it was nice it's to a see. Good lesson for her. It was nice to see. You, you know, she didn't spend any time right. in jail. Yeah, no, I mean, but it was a, a dang good lesson. Yeah. And I hope it. I hope it was a lesson. Hey, Puddin, you can't just treat people like that because you disagree with them. What? Why not? They're saying mean things I don't like. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Just don't listen. Or go home. <laughs> what a concept. I mean, it's difficult to understand it. It, it really is. You're listening to Glenn Beck.